So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. What's going on, everybody? It's the FNBA podcast. It is Oct- October, August 22nd, 2018. We have two sets of breaking news. The first being that, no, this is not Kamish's voice that is doing the introduction. So Kamish is a little sick. Um, he went down, tried to get a Form 18, and they denied him. But yeah. do you have any uh, words on that? Are you feeling all right? No, I'm all right. It's just uh, just the first cold of the season. I don't know. I was licking the Tezo strips, I guess, a little too much or something. And uh, just came down with a little bit of something, so I'll try not to uh, bother everybody with my crackly voice this this episode. Well, we're just glad you're uh, well enough to be with us for some mm-hmm. fire takes here. Um, but to start us off, the real breaking news: we tweeted it out, we posted it on Instagram, but Fastneat Below Average has been denied media passes by Air Force Academy Media for the Navy game. Thoughts? Cocked. Cocked by it really be your own people sometimes is what happens. I we gave our our four years of blood, sweat, and tears to the Falcon football program, and all we wanted to do was get in there and ask the questions that the the Gazette reporters are too afraid to, and just denied. It's embarrassing. Yeah, and so we're trying to work a way around that. Uh, we really would just love to show up with media passes and like the main guy there, just kind of be questioning how we even got in if we snuck in, and then. If they're legit, they'd be like, no, man, we're here to stay, and we're here to ask the questions that you didn't want us to ask. Yeah. Well, the work, see, when we initially said workaround, it kind of sounded like we were going to go back to the drawing board and try and talk to somebody else, like, all right, guy, put your manager on with me now, that kind of thing. But no, we're literally going to try to make, like, fake passes or just sneak in <laughs> or something. So I don't know. I can't imagine the, the security's too tight on that. It's probably yeah. just... Uh, a kid in ABUs with a blue thing around his sleeve and a beret that's yeah, acting as security. And a walkie-talkie. Yeah. <laughs> you got to stay on top of everything. Uh, but, yeah, while we're on the subject, we are, in fact, doing another FNBA tailgate for October 6th against Navy. Um, we're probably going to do a party the Friday night also. Um, hoping to get Bud Light involved for free beer for everybody and probably some free gear and things like that. So, Uh, Obviously, more details to come later as we get closer to the event with the location for the tailgate and things like that. But we just want to get it on everyone's radar early. Um, I know some people, every year they kind of are up in the air on whether they're going to travel out for the home game, whether it be Army or Navy. But we just kind of hope this is a good incentive for for people to make the trip out there and everyone kind of get together and uh, have a little little party before the uh, game goes down. Yeah, it's fun. I was drunk for like 50 hours last year and we had like kind of a lot of work to do. So I'm hoping it's the same thing. Not work for you guys. We have to like set everything up and all that, but uh, hopefully a lot of cadets and grads will be able to make it. And once again, we're not, we're not letting underage kids drink, but you know, kids will be kids. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of those, it's one of those things we talked about. If you're a recent grad, 
and you haven't been to a game having the opportunity to drink alcohol and watch Falcon football at the same time, it's just, I mean, you can't explain it. There's, there's really nothing like it to be kind of going through the foot, going through like the exact path that you took when you were a cadet for four years, but instead you're wearing whatever gear you want and you're, uh, you know, maybe just indulged in a few or a ton of drinks beforehand. Yeah, it's a real treat, especially for me because the last time I'd stepped through the through the walkway, I guess, of the stadium was when I was graduating. So for the next time to be basically just plastered was, was a good feeling. <laughs> Makes everything a little bit more interesting, even when we get shut out by Army. But we don't talk about that anymore. Nope. New year. New year, new us. So for a little bit of football talk, um, we're not going to talk about how we're underrated. We're not going to talk about how we... Uh, have talent that nobody knows about and that we're or disrespected because we're Air Force and we're not Army and Navy. We're not going to talk about that. What we are going to talk about is something Air Force is very good at every year, and that's putting out some fire uniforms that kind of lights the internet on fire for a day or two. It seems like every year we try and kind of one-up what the things that we did the year before, and I think it's hard to beat... See, I'm, I might not even... I think it was last year. Last year, we had the A-10 style jerseys with the uh, shark teeth on the side of the helmet. And I honestly thought that was like the peak. I mean, you that really took over the internet. It was everywhere. Everyone was talking about those uniforms. There's pictures of like Scott Van Pelt wearing that helmet. He used to have it on his desk for AP late sports center. So obviously that one was kind of, you know all-encompassing and really everyone had everyone talking about Air Force football. Then this year, we dropped something that, in my mind, is a little bit more specific. Like, you kind of have to be a part of the Air Force community to even know, you know, what it's getting at here. But it's basically an AC-130 style uniform. So the AC-130 is obviously the gunship um, variation of the C-130. And it's pretty badass. It has, like, specific squadron patches on the helmets. And I think that's where it kind of gets into the specifics. But it's an all-black setup, which always looks good. They've got Spooky, um, which is kind of like one of the squadron's uh, mottos over kind of where the names are going to be. And then those squadron patches to finish it off. Um, did you get a chance to take a look at those? I did. And um, so we're really bad at effects because we just use GarageBand. But basically, uh, I don't know if you'll be able to hear this. This was my initial thoughts uh, when I saw the uniform. Just wait for it one second. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only way I can describe it. I don't even know if anyone heard that, but that was it. They're so fire, like they're not trying to do too much. Um, in my opinion, like I think a few years back we did the B two Spirit and the F twenty two Raptor yeah. crossover uniforms, and those were just trying to do way too much with like the metallics. I think these are clean. They're classy. They're they're like a little understated. I think they're great. Um, I, I will have to say that I think because I just traditionally like a black uniform, uh, I think I might even like them more than the A-10. And I thought that the A-10, same thing, I thought it was the peak of uniforms. Not actually huge on the Thunderbird uniforms. I think they're a little bit, uh, like, cir a little circusy. I know that's, like, probably a hot take, but um, no, these are sick. These are absolutely sick. And the, the AC-130 is, like... You also know I'm a huge uniform gimmick so guy. So it's, like... Anything that's just slightly out of the ordinary, I'm completely bought in. So, like, do you remember a few years ago they, we had, like, the chrome yeah. helmets where it faded up from silver to blue? 
It was kind of like Chrome. Do you remember that? I, I did like those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did those for like, that was like the, uh, the Georgia State, that, yeah, it was like the Georgia That's what bothers me the most about these is like, shouldn't we be wearing these uniforms? I think one time we wore the Thunderbird uniform against Army or Navy, but shouldn't we be wearing them like when we're most televised? I feel like we wear them for these no-name games. I have no idea. I mean, it's all, it's, it's just like one of those things where like, why do we do anything? And I'm not saying that we could necessarily do it better. But I feel like we do just place a lot of trust in, like, you know, the higher-ups. And at certain points, it's just like, maybe we shouldn't. Like, maybe we shouldn't just trust them to do what's best with, like, these super fire uniforms. Like, once again, the hill that I'm always going to die on. The hill that I'm always going to die on until the end of my days is that uh, Air Force should be able to play, have a chance to play in that final game of December against either Army or Navy. Um... You know, it just doesn't make sense. But the bottom line is that I love these uniforms. They're awesome. Yeah, I think there might be a little bit of, like, Notre Dame syndrome with the classic blue and whites where people don't maybe don't want to see the more aggressive, you know, pro, I don't know if progressive is the right word, but um, the flashier uniforms for the, for the high uh, emphasis games like Army and Navy. But I could be wrong. I mean, I just think they have to be done right. And that's the bottom line. It's like these were done right. And I think that if it has, like, a legitimately good story to tell. And I think that's another thing, reason why I didn't like the Thunderbirds that much is because the Thunderbirds are a show team. So if you're trying to put that out, it's like, I mean, it's all flash, no substance. And that might be a hot take, too. But that's, to me, that's kind of what you're saying when you put on those uniforms. When you're putting on yeah. these with, where it's the AC-130, it's like just the the death from above, like silent killer kind of thing. I love that. Yeah. It's more like the grunt work, grunt work of the air force rather than like the showmanship. So yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was uh, our football talk for the day. Hopefully as we get a little bit closer to the season, obviously more and more news will kind of be breaking out about, uh, things actually involving the squad. And as we get ready for Stony Brook as our first game, but, uh, I think, that was a nice little spark to see over the past two weeks, kind of, uh, to get us get us more and more excited for the season to actually start. Yeah, man, I'm like a kid walking through Costco. Just give me the little tastes. Give me the little nuggets of everything. Little samples. Just little samples. Yeah, you got to go back every once in a while if you like it. Taste it again. Yep. Uh, cool. So there are, in fact, other sports at the Academy that go on during the fall. Uh, some people might forget that. But one is we have uh, the soccer team with some pretty big news. So Tucker Bone, who was an all-star last season, um, basically earned Division One preseason best uh, 11 players, like first team, whatever that means. So um, basically, essentially, if you were to put a starting lineup out there of soccer players in all of Division One, Tucker Bone uh, would be on that as a midfielder. Uh, yeah, as a midfielder. Um, so I don't know. Pretty cool. Representing the academy, obviously – um, I don't care what people say, so soccer is still a high-level sport, and for the academy to play at the high level, they made the tournament a few years ago, I know that. I don't remember exactly how they did last year. Do you remember? Well, I don't remember exactly last year, but I do remember we watched the series. We watched It was like a three-game series against Army, I think. I think we watched two out of three games, or at least I did, and uh, I, th that was one of the things that I said was Tucker Bone puts on a magic show every time, and... I think, and then the other guy was Trey Puhat, so I don't know 
I can't remember if he graduated or not, but yeah, Tucker Bone is something special. That kid has got handles like on the soccer ball. So I don't know if that's a soccer term, but <laughs> to me it is. <laughs> Whatever. Like, yeah, like if we're playing either FIFA, way, he's using a lot of the joystick. Yeah. Either way, uh, it's pretty cool to see. Um, anytime that we're getting represented and things like this, and then hopefully down the line, if he if he wants it and it's something he's interested in, he has that opportunity to maybe go to the MLS or maybe something bigger. And I know we saw that a little bit. Uh, I think it was a 14er. I don't remember his name, but he 13er. dabbled around in the MLS a little bit. Yeah. Uh, 13er. Do you remember who that was? It was he no, played for I... some team in the Northwest. Um, I don't really. We're not. We're reaching the straws here. We're not big soccer guys. But that's still, we we still love soccer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anyway, Tucker Bowen, top 11 players in the country. Moving on. (laughs) As you can tell, this is a little bit disjointed today. Uh, But we wanted to give you guys something to actually listen to, fill your ear holes with for the week. Yeah. So we're going to move on to a segment that we brought back back recently, but we hadn't done for a while. And it's uh, FNBA rule change. So... Basically, what's going down with this is there's a rule at the academy that we think needs to change. So we know the Commandant and the Super listening to this, so we like to put our rule change out there, and we expect it to be instated pretty much immediately. Um, so for this week's FNB, FNBA rule change, we are basically saying that duelies must carry their backpacks in their left hand until recognition. Yeah, just like it was two years ago. I like that. Was it two years ago? I, I think it was two years ago, maybe even less. I, yeah, I really it was can't one of keep track. If it isn't broke, don't fix it. Why did we change that? Was it supposed to be humiliating or something? No, I think it was like a chiropractic issue. Oh, man. Give me a break. <laughs> Lance, if it was good enough for Lance beside John, he didn't, he didn't complain about issues when he was like crawling on the floor in the jungles of Vietnam so the funny thing is the reason I'm instating this rule change really has nothing to do with the fact that like it's a back when it was hard kind of thing like uh, hey I had to carry my backpack in my left hand why don't they Um, I think times are changing and things are going to change but ultimately it comes down to I don't want (coughs) to hear other people bring up the back when it was hard kind of thing because it's just one of those things where it's like if this does this really need to change because it's something that's that important that needs to change if it's a tradition it's seven months of somebody's life it's not that big of a deal if it's a tradition that's not going to affect anybody then just leave it the way it was that way we don't have to hear how everything's getting soft and soft and soft every year yeah seven months is not that long like moms carry babies around that long also like i'm pretty sure like even falcons falcon moms how long does the falcon mom carry around Falcon puppies for the Falcon puppy eggs. Nine months, right? I think so. It sounds right to me. Yeah. So this is science, guys. I just think that Dooley should be carrying their backpacks again. That's all. Yeah, so we expect that to be instated pretty much immediately. Um, But again, it's not really for the rethink. I I just think like some changes data that don't need to be instated. So you need to instate our change because it's more important than those changes. Hey, can I make a rule change? Also, um, no pooping in the squadron. 
at all. I think save that save that for when you venture out to go to class and that kind of thing. There's nothing worse than walking in to like go take a shower and you just get hit <laughs> by like a, the stale like beefiness of a midge's dump. So not no no not no to pooping. mention the showers are almost always running and it's just like a humid it's like a yeah. humid jungle in there 24/7. So it really <laughs> kicks up it really kicks yeah. up the odor nicely. And it, it hits you like a brick. Like this, the steam in in the bathrooms at Usafa have like caloric <laughs> content because of the fart smells. So where do you? So, what about other people's squadrons? That's a good prank. I mean, it's a good prank, but yeah, it's just it's just like anything else though. Like if you break the rule, you got to deal with the consequences. You get caught. I don't. I don't know that. But, like you don't always have time to trudge over to Fairchild or whatever to make it happen. No, I'm not saying you go do, like you specifically make a run out there. I'm saying like that's what that's what what is that class the G, what was that like poli sci class that like wasn't a poli sci class? It was like geo or something. I don't know whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what geopolitics is for. Poop during <laughs> that class. You don't. Know, I, I didn't. I don't think. I don't know if we had a book. I didn't open uh, that book once. And I just showed up. We talked about whatever stuff I saw on the news, and then yeah, and then like left. the final project was, was like current events. I was like, so the current yeah. events that happened this week. Therefore, I didn't have to study all semester because I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Bring in your favorite clip from the Daily Show, and you'll get yeah. just quote Trevor, Trevor Noah. He's never been wrong. <laughs> what about the? Uh, we always talk about peeing in the sink. Have you ever heard people who have gone to the next level? Pooping the sink? <laughs> Not in the sink, but I have heard of people using their window as, uh, you know, a nice little outlet to the outside world. Oh, to pee out no, of their window? No, like they would poop in something and then dispose of it through their window. Oh, come on, man. Where is that happening? It wasn't me. It happened somewhere, though. No, because if you have, like, a quad, <laughs> like, an inward quad-facing room, someone's going to see you, like, dumping turds out your window. Somebody, somebody, about, like, one room per squadron has a dumpster below their window, just by chance. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awful. I used to have to hold my breath every time for that stale yogurt smell of just, like, yogurt and farts of the, the trash compactor. Those are the worst. Well... While we're kind of on the topic, there was a one guy freshman year who like constructed a rope ladder because he was on the first floor of Fairchild, so it was probably like a fifteen yard, ten yards from the ground, um, and he constructed like a rope ladder so he could get in and out of his room through the window, with the idea being that he wouldn't get caught going through the hallway. I never really understood that, but it seemed like more work than really needed to be done. That is a lot of work. I remember I uh, I went OTF one time as a dually, believe it or not, like in dually year, and we I went and I'm not going to name names, but I went out with another person, and we actually left in our service dress. Like we were, I, I guess we weren't restricted because that would have been too bold even for me. But I left, and then I remember we like got out and like took our shoes off. Our, our dually core frame so that way we could walk out and no one would hear us. Did it work? It was just like, yeah, huh? I didn't get caught, I don't think. You never know, maybe you'll get a, an email from your AOC 
one of these days. Yeah. Yeah, come see me. Like, where are you? I'm retired. Oh. All right, well, that... You still want me to come see you? Yeah. I'm, I'm lonely. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, that was a rampant... I don't even remember the first thing we were talking about there. Uh, but we're going to move on to our next segment. There's going to be a soups list. So it's going to be a top three of basically whatever topic we, we're talking about here. For this one, it's kind of all over the place, but work with me. It's going to be the top three of things that either the Academy puts on or that occur at Arnold Hall um, on like a Friday or a Saturday night. So oftentimes you'll see like this Friday so-and-so comedians showing up at 8 o'clock and you really only go if you're a freshman and you can't leave or you're restricted. Something along those lines. Okay. Wait, so these this is just A-Hall then? Um, for the most part, yeah. Okay, because all mine were haps promos, <laughs> so and it's like kind of made up. Ones. All three. Um, sorta. I mean, you'll hear them. You'll hear kind of. All right. Well, you want to go first? Uh, yeah. So the first one is ladies' night at haps. I don't know if it was ever a thing, but that's just a really funny idea to me because I'm pretty sure the only wine that they had was like boxed wine. And there's no cover anyways. <laughs> but just like, hey, ladies, come out to Haps. The pickings for you. Yeah, so like all ten of like, them. What's what's that saying? Yeah, yeah. So Actually, I, I, I knew some savage. Like, not to be sexist or anything, but the girls who were consistently like Haps rats, those girls could put down some booze. <laughs> I'm talking like walk in. Here, buy my bottle of wine. Like, need a glass? Nope. <laughs> like, chug that for an appetizer and then go, like, down a bucket. It was crazy. And now they have liquor, I yeah. can only imagine. I mean, they're trained well for follow-on Air Force careers, so. Yeah. Cool. Uh, my first one is every once in a while they'll have, like, a washed-up band or rapper come through. Yeah. <laughs> It's just hilarious because I don't know what these guys are expecting, but they get there and they're in Arnold Hall, which is like a relatively big venue. And the first like three rows are full of people and they, they have to put on like act excited and like put on an actual show. And I just can't imagine being somebody who used to kind of be somebody and you're resorting to that. And not only is it like three rows of people, but it's three rows of sober people wearing uniforms. Yeah, it's like doing a USO tour, but without the danger, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. But either sad. way, I kind of felt bad for him. Um, I never actually attended myself, but I could imagine what it'd be like. Well, so I went to one, I think it was like first year or something like that. And I don't even think I was restricted. I think I just went, but it wasn't a concert. It was a, uh, a comedian. And you know that guy from... Uh, uh, what was that Dave Chappelle? Oh, Half-Baked. You know the the white guy in Half-Baked who has like the eyes that look like he's yeah. stoned all the time? Yeah, he was there. And he was funny, but the thing was you could tell he's just used to, just because it's like so his brand, to doing like stoner yeah. comedy. So when he gets there and he's just like making fun of delays and stuff, it, <laughs> he seemed a little out of his element, but it was pretty funny. Did he actually tailor it to the Academy? 
Uh, yeah, like some of his jokes were, and then a lot of it was just talking about him as a kid and stuff. I think he was hardcore typecast yeah. after that movie. Yeah. So. But maybe that was actually a win for that kid. My next one, yeah, my next one is uh, Tops and Blues. So, if you haven't seen them, it's probably because you're new to the Air Force. Because they were, they got their basically completely cut out of the Air Force like a year or two ago. And it was horrible. It might have been the worst thing I've ever been to. It's these people who essentially get paid to sing and dance and travel around to different Air Force bases. And their biggest crowd is probably the one when they come to the academy because they force every freshman to go, like, right after basic. And it's supposed to be uplifting and, and like, entertainment. But in reality, you just want to leave and you can't can't stand, like, that this is what's representing the Air Force. Yeah. Um, funny story. So I basically didn't know what I wanted to do uh, for, like, an AFSC for the longest time. And I, when I went on ops, I still didn't even know, like, half the kids were like, oh, I want to be a pilot. And all the other kids were like, oh, I want to go to medical school and all this stuff. And I was just like, nah, whatever. And so whenever people would ask me uh, what I wanted to do, I said I wanted to be in top school. You actually did that? And then they pretty much left me. I swear to God. And I actually told um, a one-star general this in the meeting, and he didn't laugh at all. <laughs> so General Cox, I'm really sorry about that. Um you know, I'll even drop his name. I don't care. Yeah, I told him that in the middle of a meeting. He's like, "Okay," and he was just like, "That's weird." And just went. Do to they the have spot. officer spots? There's like one, and it's like a special duty assignment, anyways. So <laughs> I think it's like you can it's go not gonna to be like your AFSC grad school for a year. Yeah, no, no, no. But that's yeah. That's what I said. Is I want to be top blue. So uh, my yeah. third one, and it's probably the best use of haps that they've ever done, or I guess I should say a hall. Um, it's my freshman year and they had like, it was like back to back NFL playoff games on the big screen and yeah. they actually like let you bring food and stuff in there that I yeah. mean, they should do that. That's really exclusively what a hall should be used for. Yeah. That's it's just one. like red zone playing every Sunday. Yeah. I like that. Um, so I had two, I didn't actually go. So my promo, and once again, this is where I said I kind of made up the promos. These are just things that go along with it. Uh, one is free diarrhea with a bucket of Miller High Life. Um, so if you ever went to Haps on like a Thursday night and tried to drink a bucket of Miller High Life, good luck to the plumbing the next day. <laughs> Usually like second period rolls around and you're just, whew, just bad. Just really yeah, bad. Make sure, make sure if you're in commission squadron, you don't use the squadron toilet. Yep, no squadron toilet. Just use, there's so many good ones in... in uh, in Fairchild too, like down the second floor, like physics, those kids don't poop at all. Like that was awesome. <laughs> Is that a thing about physics guys? I don't know. I just know that the toilets were really nice, and it wasn't like up on the fourth and fifth floor where the kids would just. It was like no one was actually using the bathroom. People were just sitting in there to like get out of class. <laughs> there was also one. There's one in the science on the science floor, where it was a men's bathroom, and there were like 35 stalls. Yeah, that's. I think that's what I'm talking about, and it was like really pristinely, like yeah. stainless steel clean. Like just by chance, I bet at least three of those toilets have never been used. Yeah, because there's just so many of them. Yeah. Yeah. So those Forgot are about ones. that. Um, so What's yeah, that's fine. So free diarrhea, and then the last one is whenever they would bring a DJ in, and uh, I don't even know why he got this moniker. It was like kind of with. Uh, I mean, you and I were in the same group of friends. But we called this DJ just DJ Taint Sweat. I don't even know why. 
he went by some <laughs> other name, but it was basically this kid who like had the crazy like expensive DJ laptop and DJ equipment, and he was just playing like Avicii, R.I.P. and like Dead House <laughs> for like five hours, and then he would cut and in every once in a while. He'd like, well, he would cut in like a like a Third Eye Blind song or like a country song, and people would like lose their minds, and he would immediately go back to like this like deep house trap mix music that no one was into so those are good nights too i'm surprised you got to get in there every night if you put all those all those promos together you got a hell of a night at haps yeah i agree um all right well since you pretty much ran the show today and i appreciate that my my voice thanks you and i'm sure the listening audience does i can go ahead and do uh minutes so minutes if you guys want to head over to fastneatbelowaverage.com, F-A-S-T-N-E-A-T-B-E-L-O-W-A-V-G.com. There we go. Uh, you can buy everything that you want over there. The football season's coming up. Go ahead and buy your t-shirts, buy your flags, buy all the other hats, everything else that we're selling in there, and get yourself ready. Uh, for a lot of that stuff, there's no possible way that we can actually do rush shipping. So if you're in need of koozies, shirts, hats, flags, uh, whatever else, go ahead and buy those there. Uh, other than that, we will have more details coming out about the Navy weekend party. And other than that, thanks for listening to the podcast. All right, guys. See you. Bye. So, yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit. Have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. I want you to share.